Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, one broken-hearted minute at a time. Mm. I'm one of your co-hosts, Chris LaSalle. And that must be your other co-host, David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Hello, Chris. So yeah, another week. Um, doesn't start on a on a good note. Uh, nope, it does not. No. Although, I will say the recovery time is... Fantastic. <laughs> Interesting. Well, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about it then. So this is minute uh, seventy-one of the search for Spock. Minute seventy-one starts with McCoy and Scotty looking at Kirk in sympathy, and it ends a minute later with Krug saying, "We are Klingons." Does he say it just like that? I don't know if he does. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are clap, Klingons. Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> We are farmers. Bum, ba, bum, bum, bum. Oh boy! Sponsored by. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so this le- uh, obviously last week we uh, left off with the the death of David Marcus, David Kirk, depending on mm-hmm. you know which which camp you're in. Um, you know, Kirk slash Shatner's you know infamous reaction, uh, falling backwards and repeatedly calling him a Klingon bastard, and he does it again in this minute. He does at the beginning of this minute. I, I had forgotten how many times he called him that. It's been like it's four like, or five already. It's a few. It's a few. Yeah. But he um, he recovers pretty quick. You know, we get the good reaction shots that um, I was missing in the last minute uh, from McCoy and then from Scotty. Uh, no reaction shot from Sulu or Chekhov. They apparently don't rate in the reaction shot, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that was Hi- weird. Hierarchy. <laughs> I just think the uh, we were talking about you were you were <clears throat> lamenting that we don't mm. see uh, Scotty turn around at all in in this yeah. shot looking at Kirk and it's still true in this minute too. It's just when they reverse the angles and then we do see that right. Scotty is turned around. But I hate to nitpick, but that's what I do. I nitpick and um, see that's one thing. Just going off of my little tangent as I want to do is that. Uh, you know, you watch a movie through, and you, and you oftentimes you miss things. You know, little things that we we see here in the the minute by minute. And I know we've said it a million times, but you know, you see the the reaction shot of Scotty, and he's turned around, and it's a great shot with the you know, the smoke behind him, and it you know it looks like he's really you know oh yeah I, feeling for Kirk. I buy it. But then when you come back and you see the shot of Kirk, you see the chair and the shoulder of Scotty, and they're facing forward. Yeah. So clearly it's a continuation shot from what happened at the end of last minute where he did not turn around. So it's like – it's those little things that you remember and, you know, you watch a movie and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Scotty didn't turn around and, that, you know, <laughs> it was bad editing. We're just ruining the movie for everybody. Oh, I think so. <laughs> you're welcome, audience. <laughs> the search for Spock ruining one minute at a time. <laughs> but then Kirk, I mean, he recovers. I mean, he – he does the thing where you know you like you resolve yourself and you're like you slap yourself on your thighs and you get up and you he literally picks himself up off the ground and resolves himself to move forward. Yeah, it's it's impressive. Um, 
Yeah, because he could just as easily, and I wouldn't forgive him for just curling up in a ball, mm. right? <laughs> and just having someone else has to take over. Who who would take over if Kirk uh, just couldn't pull it together? Would it be? I think Scotty? I think Scotty Scotty would be the next. Yeah, I think he's the next choice in the in the hierarchy, in the, in the, in the hierarchy of uh, in the chain of command. I don't think it would be McCoy. I don't think so either. I feel like we should but, know this. Plus, he's also a little damaged right now, so I think that putting him in charge, I think, would be a bad choice. Oh, right, yeah, he'd be, yeah, he's he's under under not that he's unfit, but incapacitated yeah, he's just, or what's yeah, he's compromised? Just, yeah, he's a little compromised. Yeah. So we know what happens, um, but let's just say for giggles, what if Kirk? What would what would have happened had Kirk just gave up? You know. Klingon passage, killed my son, and I just can't go on and I don't know, does something. He pulls a, uh, you know, turns the phaser on himself and kills himself. Or, oh, Kirk? Kirk? Yeah. Just completely just throws on the towel and, like, what, what do you think? What do you think happens? Like, <laughs> where do we go? Where would we go from there? Is this the end of the movie? Search for Spock clothes? They didn't find him? Wow, uh, I, I, I'm like flabbergasted right now. Like a, <laughs> he pulls a Terrell. He totally pulls a Terrell and right. just pulls, whips the phaser out and turns it on himself. <laughs> ah! <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> Star Trek minute. Oh my god! So yeah, I think everybody on the bridge would be just like me at the moment. Like, what? What, what just happened? How? Why would you even say that? Why would he do that? Uh, well, because I, I, you actually said it. You said, you know, we're we're good for Kirk for not curling up like a little ball. Like I just took him one step further. Like, what happens if he doesn't recover? And I just I threw out the extreme of killing himself. But what if he didn't? What if he just sat there like a babbling fool? What what happens? Well, all right. So then I think uh, I think command falls to Scotty, right? Yeah. Uh, ship's still dead in the water, so they're still, you know, is in the same amount of trouble as they were. Um, the Klingons are getting ready to board the Enterprise, and I don't think there's anything Scotty could do to stop that. Um, so I think he will put them all in an infinite transporter loop <laughs> until help can come. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I know. I'm totally stealing. I don't know, because yeah, I... <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. I... <laughs> but, but no, he, okay, okay. Now, if you take that, to, that is totally. Uh, so let's say he puts him in an infant loop. So then Krug doesn't know what's going on. So then he transports over, right? And then they take the Enterprise and they fly around. And then one day they're like, "Hey, what's this in the transporter loop?" Boom! They they pop out, and then <laughs> and then they're dead. We just we just wrote an episode, right? Uh, what else can <laughs> they can, can they uh, can the dish uh, this dish detach? They fly away in the in the saucer. I don't think this is. I don't think this is like the Enterprise D. No. Yeah, thank God, because I hate that. So, uh, are there escape pods in Star Trek? Uh, actually, there are because in First Contact we shoot we sh- we show um, oh, right. when they abandon ship and you see all the little escape pods. Uh, you know, Kirk t- or Kirk Picard tells them, you know, settle settle on the planet and try not to get into history's way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that from the trailer. Yeah. That scene of all the, like, whoa, what is that? Um, okay. So I would imagine that they have some sort of 
but they couldn't take escape pods down the planet. The planet's doomed. Which, which I know we're not there yet, but that also is a question I have for you coming up. Oh my God, you're like you're leading me down this this blind path. Like nothing's up is down, down is up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I don't know if Scotty would have the same idea that Kirk is about to have. You know. So yeah, at about thirty seconds in, I mean, Kirk, I think he collects himself even further, and he. He literally, much like he did in Wrath of Khan, he starts to formulate a plan. Yeah. And um, you can even see it in his face. You can even see, like, you know, he gives a little smile and it's like, you know, I, 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 got some, I got something going here. Yeah. But before we get there, um, crew kind of, like, lays it out for him. You know, I just killed... He doesn't say has to say it, but he's like, you know, there's two more prisoners, Admiral. Do you want do you want them killed too? And I think the threat behind it is, you know, I know I killed someone of value already. What other value am I going to kill? That's you know that you would want down there. Yes, and my note here uh, about this this same line of Krug's is two more prisoners. Um, this is, I think, the epitome of Krug's ruthlessness hmm. because he doesn't bat an eye he has no yeah. reaction to the fact that kirk just said you killed my son right he doesn't yeah. he doesn't he doesn't care it, he's just like yeah there's two more prisoners so i'll take you know that's he just moves on like his goal of uh actually i don't know what his goal was what did he say turn over the ship was that it yeah originally? yeah he wants to he wants to he says surrender your vessel surrender your vessel so, um whatever and i'm just like wow that is that is cold because even if it was Khan, you know or right. any other villain you know neo or whatever you know you would see something even a smirk like mm-hmm, i got you know got him i got him where it hurts you know that kind of thing you know i wish to keep on hurting you it's you know, all of that krug doesn't care so going i'm gonna go back in time a little bit and i think it's to minute number in the 60s and Krug has he, he basically tells him uh, he says I have three prisoners mm-hmm. do you think he's giving too much away there by saying I have three prisoners and he even says here he's like there are two more prisoners like he's he's even he's, he's tipping his hand a little bit by saying I have this X amount of prisoners so you know I, I feel like he's giving him more information and I don't know if that's because he's very self-assured of himself you know like I don't care I'll you know I I'll kill them all. I'll kill them all. You know, I don't care if there's five or 500, but it just shows that, you know, maybe if Kirk was any less than an honorable person, he would have, you know, been like, oh, two more prisoners? Yeah, screw that. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, they just killed my son. What else can they do to me? I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right. No kidding, right? Um, yeah, he could have just, well, again, I can't leave. You know, they got this stalemate. Of both ships right. are disabled. And, um, I don't know. I Did he tip his hand? Or is he just like, or, or is it just What's again, like you said, showing showing more of the ruthlessness, so that he just doesn't, he just does not care. Right. I'm going to give you the information. I have three prisoners. I'm going to yeah. kill one. Yeah, and I think that actually puts the pressure on because if he's sitting, you know, I got 500 of them. I'm like, all right, well, I got some time to, we got some time to kill. Right, <laughs> <laughs> man, you talk about ruthless. <laughs> uh, I'm down to 250 uh, prisoners now. Uh, you want to give in yet? 
<laughs> Wait, can you just give me an inventory? No, Who's left? Well, yeah. <laughs> are there any red shirts left? No, just kidding. Huh. Um, so Kirk, yeah, Kirk, you know, all right, all right. Damn you. All right. Too many all rights? No, it's. I think it's the right amount of all rights. It's, it's, that's what I would do if I was put under that pressure. All right, all right, all right. Just, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Give me a second. Right. <laughs> and after the third all right, he just sort of – he sits back in his chair and he just sits there and he has like a little – his face totally changes from, I don't know, one of pain and horror to almost of – I, you know, uh, it's just showing that he has a plan, showing resolve, and I can get us out of this. Yeah, it's our favorite. It's, yeah, I, I love the, the, these Kirk moments, and we've definitely seen them multiple times over the last two films. And, and uh, uh, you know, kudos to Shanner. It's just yeah. you know, he, he, he pulls it off that transition. Give me a minute to inform my crew. So good for Kirk here because. Um, as we find out, he Kirk does hasn't really tipped any of his hand. Like mm. he hasn't even said that their ship is disabled or anything. Like he basically is, he's basically surrendering because they have the prisoners and he's killed his son. So I think that's the and he doesn't know how many crew members are on this thing. They're you know uh, yeah. if they yeah. if they had a full complement, I mean they would as we find out. I mean things could go wrong. Things could go bad. Right. For Krug, yeah, I wonder. I wonder about these next few minutes. And, and well, you've already you were already asking me like, what if? What if? Yeah. You now, could he could he do? You know, would he do what he's about to do if he had a fully loaded ship? You know, if the trainees were still on the ship, could he? Have- oh, I think if I think if he has a fully loaded ship, I think it's a different story. It's a different plan. Oh my God! It's I think it's a totally different plan. Um, because he could potentially beam down. If we're going to play the what if game, you know that we've, we've done all the, all minute here. Um, yeah, he could totally be like, all right, you know, give me a minute to inform my crew that you know I'm going to surrender the vessel. He beams half the crew down and uh, overpower. You know, we learn a lot from. Uh, we get some information next minute that I think could totally, if they had a full crew, would shift the the, the complement of. Yeah. Of of what he would do, I think Kirk's not tipping his hand here by saying, you know, I'll give me a minute to inform my crew that you're gonna, I'm gonna surrender the vessel. But I think he is a little bit in the sense that, you know, he doesn't, he does, he's not holding all the cards, right. or he doesn't have the ability to repel them. Right, right. I'm gonna save this. I have another question related to that, so I'm gonna save it though. Mm-hmm. So then Krug tells him, I give you two minutes. For you and your gallant crew, just, is that just a is that a villain thing just to give you like time to do what you need to do? I think he's just being a jerk. <laughs> you think so? Uh, I mean, Khan gave Kirk sixty seconds, uh-huh. and now Krug's given him. You know, he's one upping him and giving him two minutes. I just feel like you give Kirk sixty seconds, he's going to come up with a way to beat you. Does the probe in Voyage Home give them three minutes? Does that happen at all? <laughs> well, they go back in time, so it really doesn't matter how oh, much time right. the probe gives them. <laughs> uh, yeah, two minutes for you and your gallant crew. I just think it's—I just think he's being a jerk. That's all I think it is. 
Uh, well, yeah, I think I, I agree, but I just feel like in the hierarchy of uh, hierarchy in the grand scheme of villainy, and I, I just feel like that's I give you no time. Tell your crew or not, I'm taking your vessel. Oh, I see. So you're 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 of the you're of the mindset like they're just yeah they're just asking for trouble by giving their the, the good guys any kind of time. Yeah, I mean you give it as we found last movie give him 60 seconds he'll find a way to defeat you right. and you know you're going to give him now two minutes two whole minutes right well and to, it's weird too because he, he just killed david right he didn't yeah. get kirk any time right like whoa, 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 wait and you know david was dead uh, so yeah he's asking for trouble but i think krug likes to take a risk he's 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 taking a big risk all, all, all of his act, actions in this movie are well i think yeah he's risks. Yes, it's a huge risk for him, and he does another. He lays it on the line again. Take every last man, mm. form a boarding party, armed heavily. So he's basically saying, get everyone, and we're going over there. Right. And we know how many we'll figure out next minute how many there are, and good or bad, you know, he's letting everyone go. And Torg right, rightfully, you know, was like, they, they outnumber us, my lord. Like, are you nuts? <laughs> We are Klingons. But he, he says that, and are we supposed to believe that because he's a Klingon, that somehow, you know, Klingons are worth 10 men or something like that? That's that's how I read it. Outnumber us, yeah, for him, outnumbering. He's 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 so pumped up right now, full of... You know, Krug is so pumped up, full of adrenaline, and, you know, he's trying to... You know, he's got control of the situation for the moment. Right. He, you know, he's killed the prisoner, and... Kirk is willing to surrender the vessel. He's just—I he, don't think he could be dissuaded from this plan. Whatever any plan right. he comes up with, he thinks is the you know is great. Um, but yeah, I think too. You know, we are Klingons is that pride thing. Like yeah, you know, what is it? What'd you say? Ten, ten humans for one Klingon? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, they could do it. That's what he thinks. I mean, I guess <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. See how many they have. Maybe there's a hundred of them. Could be. Could take out a thousand. Mm. But uh, uh, that's, I think that's all the notes I had for this one. Yeah, this is sort of a short and sweet minute. You know, Kirk recovers, comes up with a, looks like he comes up with a plan, and then, uh, you know, gives him, Krug gives him a little, you know, says, hey, take two minutes, and then I'm going to. So I think Krug thinks that, you know, I'm going to give him two minutes. I'm going to give the sucker two minutes. You take every last man, you go over there, and you kill everybody. Okay? I mean, I think he thinks he's being so smart here that he's being very crafty and, like, you know, yeah, I'll give him a little bit of time. It, you know what it makes me think of as we, we often plug Die Hard? It's the Die Hard effect. It's where, you know, hey, we think – they think we're giving them choppers. We're going to give them fully loaded gunboats. And then on the same, you know uh, – Hans is like, yeah, they think I'm sending everyone up. I'm going to blow the roof, you know, kind of right, thing. Right. And it's like that. It's that I think I have them right where I want them. And, oh, by the way, I'm going to throw some more on top. It's a double fake out. Yes. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I give this, these suckers two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's basically what he's saying. He's like, I'm going to give these I'm gonna give these suckers two minutes. They can't do anything in two minutes. Yeah. Buffoons! They're just a bunch of humies. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I, uh, this is a, this is going to be an exciting week. Um, 
Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to the next one. So do you want to wrap it up here and we can get ready for Wednesday? Yes. Okay. Oh, and I just like to say, uh, welcome back discovery. Yes. Yes. Very exciting to have them back. Yes. Uh, welcome back. Nice way to start out the new year. Yep. Um, Definitely. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to where it all, where it all, where it all takes us the, the rest of whatever is the back half of the season. Is that what we're in now? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Back half of the season. Yep. So, no. Yeah. Exciting. Um, and so, yeah, I guess uh, while you guys are waiting, Dave already plugged uh, Die Hard Minute, uh, which is really part of a larger, uh, dare I say, gigantic uh, uh, collection of podcasts that are out there, Movies by Minutes. Um, pretty much uh, any movie that you can think of that you enjoy, somebody is probably doing a minute-by-minute breakdown of it. Um, so you can... <laughs> You can head on over to uh, moviesbyminutes.com to see the full list. Uh, It grows uh, just about every day, it seems like. And just want to say thank you to Pete and Alex over at Star Wars Minute. They're really the ones that got this whole whole thing started, this whole uh, juggernaut of podcasts started. So uh, kudos to them. They're in the middle of um, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, so mm, that's uh, that's yeah. pretty exciting. They're they're uh, wrapping up the original two prequels, and I I'm wondering if they're going to go into the uh, is it the modern era? What would you would you call that, Dave? The new all the I guess new yeah. Star Wars movies. Well, there's the post post prequel. I mean, I, I don't know what you'd call them. Is it the Kelvin timeline for them? No, that's that's <laughs> us, right? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so you should go check those out. Moviesbyminutes.com. We're going to be back on Wednesday talking about minute seventy-two of the search for Spock. Here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. I give you two minutes. You and your gallant crew.